to Benton Bags with Aaron and Chris. Let's see how juicy today's board is. Are we up in this bitch? I think we're up in this bitch there, doggy. Uh... Your boy. Shout out to your boy. Fucking 7.23 at night. Leaving the Y. Asked my wife to uh, go get a sauna in. Because I got the crud. I don't think I have COVID. Because it's not like a lung hacky thing. I just kind of feel it in my sinuses. It, It almost feels like bad allergies is the best way to describe it. Like, I don't feel tired or any of that bullshit. Um, See, there's there's the crud I was talking about. So, got the sauna in. Man, dog, I cannot fucking tell you how good I feel after a fucking sauna. Holy shit. I have been... um, slacking on getting in the sauna recently just because it's like it's just additional 20 on what i'm trying to do with my life and it's a 20 minute drive one way so it's like literally an hour (laughs) just to go in the fucking sauna uh but like when i do it first of all i just put my head down when i was in the sauna and all my sinuses drained <laughs> to the vents. It was actually like pretty gross, but also I've never seen that happen to me before. Where my entire congestion just poured out of me like water. It's pretty great. Remember Squirt? The uh, the like waxy bottle sugar drinks? Remember those? Anyone? Anyways, <clears throat> my skin feels fucking amazing I literally feel like I have like a new life in me uh because I used the sauna it was like everything I needed it to be and now the hard thing is like I want to go home and get a little stoned but I uh I know what it'll do. It'll make my sinuses flare up, and I'll just be stuffed. And I don't know if anyone's ever gotten stoned with a stuffy nose. It is a weird sensation. It's very, it's very weird. You know what else is a weird sensation? Being like really full after a meal with a stuffy nose. That feels bizarre. Not something that you feel all the time. You know what I'm saying? But. I just can't explain to you how good my skin feels, how I feel. Like it, it was, it was literally exactly what I needed. And that bitch was hot. It, I was struggling. It's, it was fucking 200 on the sh- top shelf, 140 on the bottom. And I think I got to 16 minutes on the top shelf. Um, and it, it like. One of the lifeguards opened the door at one point for an extended amount of time to some little idiot teenager. If if I had the tolerance that I used to have, that, that would have pissed me the fuck off. 
I couldn't have appreciated it more. <laughs> it was like exact. He was saving my life. Um. Anyways, <clears throat> I get on the mic to talk to you all because, first of all, your boy. I got no pulse on the on the beat right now. Too too sporadic. I do I do I do it to I do it to be compelled to stay engaged with the sport in front of me. Boy got no beat. You got no beat. I'm not even gonna Well I hit a fucking uh, max bet last Sunday. But it was almost like a guarantee like I just knew I knew it was gonna hit. That's not true. I I didn't hit it. I think I owe money. Yeah, that feels more right. Anyways, gambling sports, dude. I'm having such a fun fucking time with it. Uh, we're about to get into like the best time of year, back to back to back to back to back. Like all the things everybody loves. And here's what I was gonna get on the mic and do, and we'll see how this goes. I'll post it anyways. But sometimes I just like to talk at you guys. Sometimes it's just good to try to articulate it. Because sometimes the best thing you can do for yourself, right, is just articulate how you're feeling or in pursuit of it. It strengthens your understanding. It's actually called the protege method. Very common coaching technique. So let's talk about it, okay? I think we all have versions of this. I have, I've had a, I've had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Everything's great. Family life couldn't be better. So this isn't really on the back of that, I guess. <coughs> Excuse me. You don't want to listen to that. One more time. <coughs> My apologize. Um, this is on the back more of, uh, I guess just like work and like how I fill my time. So I have felt a little bit of a void lately and I know I'm not clinically depressed. So that's why it's, uh, when I feel it, it's really bothersome because it's like, I know this isn't your current state. So let's figure out what's going on. Cause we can get out of this. That's, that's where my head goes. Um, I live with someone that's clinically, clinically depressed. Like, we talk about it. I support her when she has her moments. I know what clinical depression looks like, and it's not that. So I try I try to be very mindful in when I talk about it because I don't think it's fair to people that actually have been diagnosed. And I feel like depression, anxiety, stuff like that, you can experience it for sure. But it's not fair to those that are struggling because if you're just a dramatic person, it discounts their uh, experience, right? So, like, that's, that's my reasoning. Anywho. The other day, in my in my shit, and uh, I heard a wonderful quote, a fucking wonderful quote that fully encapsulated where I've been at. Like I was on the fucking border of getting a therapist to help me figure out what it was, and this is what it is. Ready? You're figuring it out in your twenties. You're mastering it in your 30s. 
and you enjoy it in your 40s. I am on the doorstep of 40. I got a year and change left. My 39th birthday is coming up. But that is the perfect, the perfect articulation to how your boy's feeling, or was feeling rather, is that I wanted to experience more joy in the moment and I was putting myself in circumstances that would not feed that desire. So let me tell let me break it down, right? Your boy has a thing he does every morning, right? It's called sabers. It's called silence, which is meditation, affirmation, which is what it is, visualization, which is just like looking forward to your day and visualizing what a good day looks like for you, okay? Exercise, no brainer read like a book uh sometimes i read newsletters and scribe which is journal i think everyone should fucking journal journaling is like one of the best revelations i've had in my adult life okay here's what i was doing with that i was treating it like a fucking ritual like it was a religious ceremony and being like I am faithful to these motions, therefore I should receive good things. Right? Not the act in itself and what I can get in that moment, but it was like, okay, meditate, check, okay, affirmations, check, but check. And it was like, I was looking at it as like a task list and not the event that was in front of me. Right? So if I take a different framework to that, okay, and enjoy those moments, feel a lot better. I gotta be honest. And also, <clears throat> more thoughtful at work and who I engage with. Because I think we've all had versions of this. There's ways to engage at work where you can get into the toxic shit and be involved in conversations where it's like, what is this going to give me? Is this just a ventilation uh, mechanism so that I can feel better in the moment, like a pressure valve release? Is it feeding dopamine, right? Is it short-term satisfaction? I have like cut people off in my life at work that And it's not fair to put it all on them, but our relationship is all just the like, uh, can you believe them? I've abandoned them entirely to the point where it's like awkward, but it's like, I now spend my days in things that not only I enjoy, but are significantly more productive. Okay. So what I'm getting at is like a sustainable happiness model, right? And what I find to be true is that life is a flywheel of if you put yourself into positive reinforcement and circumstance and focus on the good, you're going to catch L's. That's just a part of life. But then like, what's the opportunity in the L? What's the opportunity that you can take on to perfect your life or use to teach others to benefit them, right? 
that's the beauty life get that's the beauty that life is and i heard someone say that very early on or pretty like i think i was in my 20s someone was describing joy and they said that uh joy joy is the appreciation of all emotions so like when you're sad you're you you appreciate it you're not like oh yeah cool i'm sad this is the best experience ever it's like no you're sad right now you're going to have this moment you embrace having this moment appreciate it for what it is and that you're a caring person right and then you keep it moving like that's a that's a beautiful thing right uh at least in my opinion so I, i'm cooking guys i really I, I i really feel like there's a lot of good things and i'm gonna start putting a shit ton of more energy into things i love i fucking love this okay i think personally aaron kirby and i are two of the best podcasters ever i ge- i genuinely do right because <clears throat> I don't think a podcast should be the smartest, most professional people, unless it's in context of like, I don't know, like Andrew Huberman as an example of that, right? I think two, two bros shitting around is a good hang. And that's what Aaron and I have. I can get on the phone with Aaron and we can just go and fucking talk about whatever. I don't even remember how we ended the call today, but we ended up hanging up and it was not even related to anything else that we were talking about. So you guys are fucking lucky is basically what I'm trying to say. Cause like I'm in like, this is what I need. So to that point, I think I figured out the best way to gamble. Okay. I'm going to teach you this, right? Have I said this yet? Who knows? You can tell me in the comments. Of, of nothing because I don't have a comment section to so suck my cock when you look at a game right look at the matchup right here's one Panthers Seahawks okay coming up this Sunday I know because I'm a fan of the Seahawks right shout out Gino comeback player of the year Pete Carroll coach of the year TBD um Think about that matchup, right? Think about what's going to happen in that game. With any, without anything else, just think of the matchup, okay? Think about it. Panthers don't have a quarterback. Probably have okay defense. Seahawks are notorious for playing down to their opponents. I think it's been a fucking one-score game for like the past four weeks. They've also lost a little bit. What's it, what's going to happen in that game, right? Form your opinion. Don't be a pussy. Don't be a cuck. Don't be one of those fucking bitch-ass motherfuckers that doesn't think for yourself and, and form your own opinion of what you think will happen. Think about it. Think about the outcome of that game. All right? Now look at the lines okay if you thought about the outcome of that game with the conviction that you just went through 
the lines are secondary to that outcome, right? So let's just say, let's just say it's like a, it's like a minus eight Seahawks. I could totally see that. I have no fucking idea, right? How does that correlate? I, I, I bet you the over-under is like 44 or 45 or some bullshit. I, again, I have not looked. How does that correlate to your outcome, right? Right? Will the Seahawks win? I think so. Will they cover? Whoa. Right? That's the biggest thing. Is it going to be a two-score game in the fourth quarter for the Seahawks, right? Two scores, meaning it will take the Panthers two types of scorings, like a like a field goal and a touchdown, right? It will take two times putting points on the board. Are they going to cover that in the fourth quarter? Will it be that much of a margin? I bet you know what to do now, right? I bet you know what to do now with your fucking time and what to bet and take that on. You hear what I'm saying? Go do that then. Don't just use my example. Rewind this tape, right? Rewind it. Think of another matchup, right? Think of the matchup. What's going to happen? Then look at the lines, right? Go through the matchups, write down what you think is going to happen, then look at the lines. That is your order of operation. My name is Chris. Thank you. This has been Betting Bags, but wait before you go. There's a few rules.